Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is Rick and you are here for episode 266. I'm in my classroom on Monday morning, a drizzly, dreary, cool Monday morning. And I'm actually up against time this morning because, because the bell is going to ring in just a few minutes and I want to get this done and posted before then. So I'm glad you're here with me for me to tell you about yesterday, Sunday, and how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the holy presence of God. So yesterday, unlike some days, was an easy one to know when I experienced God's presence. And I kind of knew that I was going to experience God's presence a few weeks in advance. Because yesterday, a student, a sophomore girl who I had in my class last year as a freshman, don't have her this year because I don't teach any sophomores, she preached at her church. Yes, she preached. And it was amazing. So, a little bit of background. This student, who I am going to use a pseudonym for, RJ, we'll call her, she, last year in my class, just really distinguished herself as a a young woman who takes faith very seriously, who knows her Bible. She has a notebook, which she shared with me in the first week of school, that has sermon notes and ideas and just is her guide, really, I guess, for, um, for her preaching. And um, she, a number of times last year, led the class in prayer and reflection, which is not really that exceptional because every student leads prayer and reflection in my class, but she was particularly eager, particularly enthusiastic, and particularly good at leading it. So this gift, which it clearly, clearly is a gift, is something I wanted to nurture last year. So she and I would talk about, you know, this a little bit outside of class. And she showed me a video one time of her preaching. And I said, hey, you know, if it ever comes up that you will be preaching again, let me know and I'll see if I can come. Well, yesterday was that day. She attends the United Methodist Church. It's uh, south of where I live, but um, east of where the school is and, and very much in the neighborhood. Uh, from which the high school, Catholic high school where I teach, draws. And uh, it was amazing. It was wonderful. She was one of two youth who were in leadership roles. I guess every month, maybe, their youth group um, basically runs and leads the service. And this was that Sunday. So there was a young man who was kind of the MC, the, the, the presider, if you will. And then my student, RJ, um, got up and preached. And um, I can't really give you too many details about it simply because there's just too much I could say. And the clock is running down here. So I will say that she talked about the transfiguration of Jesus and compared transfiguration and transformation and talked all about those and gave great examples, very nice little parables um, that felt very relevant to the listeners and, and really gave some insight into the story, into the gospel. I was so excited and so pleased for her and 
part of what made me even more excited was there were a number of my colleagues who came and heard her as well. Her current, this year, religion teacher was there. Her mentor group teacher was there. Uh, her Spanish teacher came. And then her social studies teacher came as well. So there were actually five of us from the school. And as an extra little bonus, I got to sit next to this woman who introduced herself as a um, sixth grade teacher of RJ. And she told me a little bit about her story and how much she cares for her. And just uh, I have a better picture of RJ um, because of this. And it was a cultural experience. Um, this was a highly African-American church. Um, there were a number of other um, white people there besides me and my colleagues. But um, it, was, uh, it was great to hear the praise and worship and to sing and clap and sway and just to have a very different experience of, of worship than I typically do Sunday to Sunday. So I am so proud of her. I am so grateful that I could be there. I pray for her gift, that it can continue to be nourished and nurtured, and that she can be supported in this community, this school community, as she develops that gift. So, quick conclusion questions here. Who do you mentor and guide and help develop their gifts? Who are those people in your life who you are helping to grow and to develop? As always, thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.